everyone, you're listening to What's the Buzz. Today, I'll be talking to some of the finalist teams from Inventure Prize 2016. Stay tuned. We're first talking to Team RoboGoalie. Hi, guys. Please introduce yourselves. I'm Timothy Wu. I'm Cole. Uh, I'm Frank. Sue. And please introduce your project. So we have an automatic soccer retrieval system. Uh, it is a portable robot that collects and shoots the ball back to the user. And it's... Uh, it's uh, really portable. You can fit it in your trunk and you put it on the soccer field and it uh, increases the efficiency of soccer practice. So you, you put it on the field inside a goal or outside. You can kick to it and it'll catch the ball and shoot it back to you. Very cool. And what was the inspiration behind the project? So uh, we not only do we love soccer, uh, this is just an incredibly large sport played by over 240 million people worldwide. Uh, it's a gigantic sport. Uh, largest sport in the world and uh, we believe that soccer practice can can be way more efficient than it is right now a lot of teams have goalies uh, to try to you know give the ball back to the user back to the other teammates but while while they're doing that the goalie cannot practice himself or herself so it you know it makes team practice a little awkward sometimes so we talked to a lot of teams they said that this would greatly increase the efficiency of practice so there's nothing like like a batting cage for soccer players. Nothing like that before. That is so cool that you guys thought of that. Okay, and uh, you were explaining inside about the three different uh, versions that you have for the target audience. Would you like to explain that more? Well, we haven't actually created them. Uh, we have only one version, I guess, uh, which is our prototype. But in the future, we plan on selling different uh, versions to target different customers. So if you want just a basic one that just returns the ball to you, it's really portable, that kind of thing, you can get the base configuration. But if you want a more advanced one that has spin, has more, a more powerful launcher, can do different things, you can program it, uh, then you would go for the higher end one. And how has your experience been so far in Inventure? It's been a wild ride. I mean, it's, uh, we started our project last August. Um, this is actually a capstone expo project, and we pretty much scrapped 95% of that part and use only the launcher of it. And yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a it's a rush every day, you know, beating 10 10 hours days, uh, seven days a week. I mean, but it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> Can imagine. <laughs> so all of your Emmys, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And um, I'm going to put you on the spot by asking you this, but why do you think you should win in venture? Uh, we believe we should win in venture because uh, there are many teams out there waiting for this product. And we really need the resources to get our product on the market and in production uh, so we can get it to the hands of the users. So we believe this is a, it's a very good program for that. And it's a great resource. Thank you so much, guys. Hi guys, what's your team name? We are Trupani. I'm gonna interview for a bit for the Inventure Prize Behind the Scenes podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you guys are the celebrities for this one. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, what, may I ask you to introduce yourselves? I'm Sarah Lynn. I'm Sam. And I'm Shannon. What major are you guys? I'm business major. I'm civil engineering. And I'm environmental engineering. Ah, very cool. And uh, your fourth member is missing, I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about the product? 
So Trupani is a um, household sanitation solution that is tackling the very last point of contamination of water, which is the drinking cup. Um, our team members, Shannon and Sam, actually discovered this problem on their own when they were traveling and when they were conducting research in India um, last summer and found that um, the, the cup that families were drinking out of in their homes um, had a biofilm formation along the walls that was uh, a breeding ground for lots of bacteria to grow, such as E. coli and other fecal pathogens. Oh yeah, definitely. That's just I'm I'm from India, so I definitely know the problem. Uh, and it's very cool that then good that you guys are tackling the problem. Was it like a research program that you were involved with? Yeah, we were working with the National Environmental Engineering Research Institute in uh, in Nagpur and yeah, aka Neri, um, and we were doing a comparison of. Um, tap water and storage drinking water um, using crowdsourcing data for a project that we were working on. And we were just taking extra samples in a village one day and we noticed that the um, water that was coming out of the tap was a lot cleaner than the water that was coming out of the tap and going into cups. Um, so then we sort of isolated the cup as the point of contamination. So that's what inspired our development of the antimicrobial cup and then the passive, passive storage water treatment device that goes with it. Sounds so interesting. Uh, also, I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you, why do you think you should have been Inventor Prize? Um, because we are a very simple solution. We don't require any behavioral change. Um, and we're starting within the home, which um, we've learned is the most effective way to promote widespread change. And what after Inventor Prize? What if you win Inventor Prize? Okay, well, I think um, small scale, we want to obviously develop a working prototype, which we're going to have by InVenture. Um, but taking that to um, hospitals that we have connections with through NERI, which is the uh, in Nagpur, India, um, taking that to hospitals and getting that out there to people and showing like what a difference that our product can make. And then hopefully um, these trusted hospitals will be able to disseminate information about um, the biofilm formation within a cup, the fact that you can pour sterile water into a, one of these cups and it'll have enough E. coli in the water to uh, to be harmful. Um, so yeah, so hopefully we, uh, education's a big thing that we want to, that we want to do in the villages. After that, we could apply our solution to anywhere. We could do all through India, all through Asia, anywhere into Africa, because um, the simplicity of our design is that it's a cup and it's a universally recognized object. So we, we could, like yeah, manual for a cup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. just uh, use the way they've always used cups in their home. I don't, it's only half of our product, too. Yeah. By the way, yeah, there's another product. It's a it's a kit, yeah. really. <laughs> um, okay, so. It comes as a kit, and there's a there's a cup, obviously, and that's very easily recognized. Everybody everybody recognizes a cup, but then um, the other part of it is this device that um, is also coated in antimicrobial copper. And this device you can take and you can place it into a storage container, uh, which many many households have in rural uh, rural villages because they they don't get water all the time. They have to keep it in their household. Um, and a big problem is that this storage water will become dirty over the 24 hours that it's sitting in the storage container. So we have developed this device that will passively treat the water. So on on the user's end, there's little to no behavior change. Really, you just take this device and you put it in the storage container, and that's it. And that's what we're that's like the big thing that we're trying to. Um, design for is that we want to make sure that there is hardly any behavior change on behalf of the users. Thank you so much for talking to us. Welcome to What's the Bus, uh, Isaac, um, your team tech charging. I know the rest of the team's not here, but would you mind introducing them to you? Yeah. Uh, so there's Josh, and he is a mechanical engineer. And there's Dorier, and he's a computer engineer. And we also have Mitchell, he's a computer scientist. And I'm a mechanical engineer as well. So it's an interdisciplinary group. That's awesome. Yes. yes. Cool. Uh, please tell us a little bit more about your project. 
Yeah, so we're tech charging, and we're working on a power management system for electric vehicle chargers that cues the power from one car to the next throughout the day. So as the driver, everyone gets to plug in, and the power will simply go from your car to the next car to the next car. And on the back end, what that means is it's a lot less expensive to install because you're getting five chargers for the cost of one charger installation. That's awesome. What was the inspiration behind the project? Yeah, so the inspiration is really just uh, we're moving towards a greener world and electric vehicles are becoming that much bigger in society. But there's a huge issue because there are so many electric vehicles and that number keeps growing, but electric vehicle chargers haven't seen the same growth. And so we're trying to make sure that electric vehicles really can come to fruition uh, by making sure that the back end supported is there. And you were telling me before about the obstacle that you faced a couple months ago with the costs and investments. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah. Uh, so originally, when we went through Startup Summer last summer, we were planning on manufacturing our own charger. And we looked into that extensively, probably spent way too much time on that, to be honest. But we realized that we were facing a four to $500,000 uh, cost and hurdle in order to get manufacturing and certification off the ground. And we, over time, we pivoted to a software company that's completely charger agnostic. So we just, we didn't reinvent the wheel. We're just using chargers that are already on the shelf. And we're putting our software on top of that. And it's a much simpler, elegant, easier solution for all parties involved. And what's the future for tech charging? Oh, the future for tech charging. That's a, uh, so next week, actually, we'll be starting our first install. And this is going to be our uh, pilot site. And so we'll really be able to figure out exactly how everything is going to work once it's in the ground. Right. Right? We can only get so, uh, so specific in theory. So we'll really be able to talk with the customers, talk with the install site, and see how everything fits together and make sure that we can offer the best product moving forward. So our goal is to have around 200 different plugs in the metro Atlanta area in about a year. That's really ambitious, and I wish you all the luck. And how did the team get together? uh, So Josh and I enrolled in Startup Summer, sorry, um, excuse me, Startup Lab, spring of 2015. And we worked on this idea throughout that semester. And then at the end, we got accepted into Startup Summer and we were looking for someone else to join the team and we found Dorier and he was the president of the IEEE, which is the Electrical Engineering Honor Society. And we met up and it turned out he had been working on a very similar project in one of his capstones and we all three of us had come to the same exact conclusion as far as what our product and business should be. Uh, and then we worked on Startup Summer and then we brought Mitch on uh, over the summer as well as the computer scientist. I'm going to put you on the spot here, but why do you think tech charging should win in venture? Why do we think we should win in venture? Well, uh, we have uh, proven over the past few months that we really know what we're doing. We spoke with probably around 400 people so far, just validating our business uh, product. It's something that people actually want and will actually need and will use. And uh, we are uh, really excited to move forward with this idea. And we know that we know our summer plans are open to work on this project specifically, so we've we already set the time aside, so really hope to fill it. All the best. Because it's the behind-the-scenes uh, cover for Adventure Prize, uh, would you mind telling us how your adventure adventure has been so far? Our adventure adventure is pretty cool so far. Uh, we've been able to, through the pitch practices, we've been really able to narrow down our pitch because we've been talking to people a lot over the past few months. Uh, but having people actually critique what we're saying uh, rather than just be confused and not say anything is great. Uh, and so that experience has been great. Talking with the other teams and seeing what they're doing, the amazing things that are going on at Georgia Tech is really impressive. And really excited for tonight, our pitch practice with Merrick First, the director of Flashpoint. Uh, it'll be 
tough, but tough love, I hope. And yeah, it's been a great experience so far and definitely gotten a lot of exposure. We wish you all the best. Thank you so much for talking about this. Thank you. This is me, Malvika, signing off. Mm-hmm.